The Gaga goggles look like a bomb went off here. We're in the midst of a series that I've called Walk Worthy, to walk worthy of our Lord. And we've been addressing various things that we do as Christians, various things we do as a church, that probably the outsider, the person that doesn't know, isn't familiar with, has very little biblical knowledge, wonders about, and sometimes we do too. We at least wonder how to explain or describe some of what we do as a church family. And so we're in the midst of this series addressing these questions, and today we're looking at the sacraments. And so I want to ask, why baptism? Today on World Communion Sunday, as we explore briefly these sacraments, they are actions that are observed based on our beliefs, our convictions, our leadings of the Lord. And they are acts of worship to our God. And we have two sacraments in the Covenant Church. The first one we'll explore is baptism. It's the rite of baptism that observes three essential ingredients. The first one is initiation. An initiation that begins with salvation. And salvation is basically that point at which we make a conscious choice or decision to have God as a part of our lives, to admit Him into our lives as our Savior, to take care of our sins and guilt, and Lord, to take control of our lives. The act of personally choosing or deciding in faith to receive God's gift through His Son, Jesus Christ, into our lives is what initiation is about. It is the first step into Christ's body, the church, or the family of God, or the building of God, the initiation into the family of all believers. And a variety of terms the New Testament has used to kind of describe this relationship of personally each individual needing to make a choice or decision, but then for it to go further than that because we become a part of God's family and body, and we're initiated into that. In Ephesians chapter 4, Paul says, Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body, one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. God has given us the gift of His Son, and we receive Christ as our Savior, and we acknowledge Him as our Lord. And that's the initiation into God's family. The second one is identification. And identification is uh, where we identify with Christ. Christ's work on the cross is a symbol of cleansing and of forgiveness, and the waters of baptism are also a symbol of cleansing and forgiveness. You recall John the Baptist, and he said that he came to baptize for the repentance of sins. But one comes whose sandals I'm not even fit to untie that he will baptize in water and in spirit. In Titus chapter 3, verse 4 and following, it says, But when the kindness and love of our God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us not because of righteous things that we have done, but because of his grace, of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. It's also identification with Christ's death, Christ's burial, and then his resurrection, conquering sin and death. We are baptized into Christ. Paul puts it this way in Romans 6. All of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. 
we were buried with him and through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, so we too may be raised to new life. Baptism in Jesus' day was a little different than today. A lot of times we do a baptism within the church or on the campgrounds or someplace like that. In his day, they often went to the nearest source of water, and one of the few sources of water was the Jordan River. And when that baptism happened, there were a lot of things going on there at the River Jordan because, you see, it was the local laundromat. And so they would come and wash their clothes, and there'd be a bunch of women there and so on. It was also the uh, uh, people would bathe there and do their cleaning and so on of their physical bodies. And uh, so that was done at the river. So you'd have this whole crowd and plethora of people doing a variety of things and activities. And then you would have a baptizer come to baptize somebody who was taking a stand for the Lord Jesus Christ, a public stand, a very public stand. I can imagine when Billy Goodwin was getting baptized, and as I was taken down to the Jordan River, I can just about imagine the picture, the scene of some of the people in the neighborhood saying, Billy? Oh, that wouldn't have guessed. And that might be true for some of you as well. But it's taking a stand, and uh, it was a very public event in Jesus' day. The third one is incorporation. And incorporation is where baptism marks us as belonging to the community of Christian faith, the community of Christ, the body of Christ, the church. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul says, we, in other words, all of us who have received Christ into our lives, we, who are many, in other words, many individuals having to make that individual decision or choice, nobody can make it for you, we are all one body. So all of a sudden, those individuals that made decisions for Christ are knit into one body. Paul goes on to say it's like our physical bodies. Each part, each one of you having your specific gift and function to perform for God's glory and for the benefit of the entire body. So we receive Jesus Christ into our lives and we become a part of the church. Not this building. It's a collection of people and we're just a local manifestation of God's church that goes around the globe. And today, World Communion Sunday, there are over a billion Christians that are worshiping today, and they are taking communion with us as we take communion today. So this incorporation into Christ's body, you, every single believer, are Christ's church, incorporated with one another. And yet, this is no just mere symbolic Uh, rite or act. This is no trite ritual of inclusion. It is about death, Christ's death. It is about resurrection, Christ conquering sin and death. It is about becoming, in God's grace and mercy, becoming a part of a new creation because all the old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. It is about being united intimately with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, You see, baptism unites us. We are all one in Christ with those who follow Jesus. This sacrament is the meeting of God and human. God and human in grace and faith. Our text that was read this morning talks about baptism. And it says that we are to go into all the world and make disciples. 
baptizing them in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Have you made that choice, that decision? Have you given your heart, your life to your Lord? You see, baptism is a sign of God's action on our behalf. God's activity on our behalf. Baptism is a sign of our response to God's gracious offer in His Son, Jesus. And in the covenant, both infant baptism and adult baptism are recognized. Pouring, sprinkling, or immersion are all practiced. Here, either pouring or sprinkling, sometimes with a pitcher, or immersion into water where you're taken and put under the water. And we decided in the covenant at our very inception that it was much more important to obey the Lord and be baptized than it was to bicker about when and how that occurred. And so let me summarize. Baptism declares your faith. It shares Christ's burial and resurrection. It symbolizes each of our death to our old life, and it announces our new life in Christ. Baptism is a celebration of your inclusion in God's family. Let's pray. God, Thank you for the gift of baptism. Thank you for the illustration of what it means in our relationship with you. And Father, we just pray that for our children here, they will see by our example and our witness the importance of having you in their lives. And we think of others that may be sitting here this morning that don't know you yet. And maybe today, you, they will encounter you, the living God, and say, you know, I need that too. God, we appreciate and thank you for your great love, your grace, your mercy, and the waters of baptism and their cleansing. In your name we pray, amen. As we continue in worship, we want to take this opportunity.